Welcome to Becoming Heisenberg, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Breaking Bad on AMC and Netflix. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is David. How are you? Melting, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, it's been an eventful morning, but uh, yes, which won't matter by the time this comes out. But uh, anyway, no. uh, see, this is for season one, episode five, called Grey Matter. Uh, what did you think of this episode? Uh, I like this episode as well. It's another slightly slow one after the first few, but it's still got some great, great stuff in there. I mean, yeah, we've said repeatedly, I don't think there is a bad episode of this show. Um, and, I, you know, like I say, it slows down a little bit, but we, we are at the point where you need to kind of build some groundwork for the things that are going to come later on, you know, as the season and the show grows. So, uh, you know, I, but yeah, that, this was good. We got a bit more of introduction to Gretchen, who we saw briefly last week. We saw Elliot for the first time. We saw Badger for the first time as mm, well. Yeah. This is where Badger comes in. So, um, yeah, I'd completely forgotten that's how they met in the, you know, I mean, obviously they knew each other, but that's how they kind of reconnected at this point. Uh, I am really enjoying going through this because you do completely forget how everything, you know, it's like having a big jigsaw puzzle and you've forgotten what the picture is. Right. And you've you, got you to know, kind you of know stick certain it parts together. of it, yeah, like the big yeah. parts. But yeah. You know what, you, you've got the box and you know what the picture's supposed to be at the end, but, right. but it, right. you've got, yeah, it's, I, I can't quite remember which bit goes where and what <laughs> connects to what. So, uh, yeah, I'm quite enjoying going through all this stuff again. Yeah, um, it's quite an experience. The, yeah, the, 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 I've forgotten about the sofa scene as well with the the the, the, the pillow. talking talking pillow, which mm-hmm. is just hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I think this is a very good episode. Um, I do agree that like, okay, you know, you got the first three or four episodes or whatever, and Walt gets his first kill, and they deal with Crazy Eight and all this other stuff. But um, I do think as well that this episode kind of pins the end of this current kind of arc because there's the yeah. question at the end of like okay do you want do you want to cook again and then you know that that's going to go back to to being the way it is um but yeah this is a good kind of middle section to that where it's like we're introduced to two brand new characters we sort of revisit one that was sort of introduced uh, in a previous episode in a flashback and that and they deal with that really well you've got um some big developments for like you know the main thing that's happening to one of the main characters the whole cancer thing and stuff so there's a lot still going on but um yeah i mean it it's sort of like you've got three episodes of dealing with crazy eight and then a couple of episodes just kind of setting up the next piece and then now you've got this you know the last two episodes of the season then you've got the question posed again of like okay do you want to start cooking you know they pretty much are going to um so it's a good little three part arc for the first season because we've mm. got two, two two more episodes left after this but uh i think they they handled it uh pretty well early on i mean for a first season you do have to like you know set up your world set up your characters what's the relationships that are happening and um you know kind of setting up okay what's gonna kind of happen in the future and then uh, talk about okay the backstory stuff which there is a lot that needs to be dealt with in that i kind of realized with this first season how much backstory you kind of get into you get into the gretchen and elliot stuff in this episode there's in the previous episodes been you know like the family history and walt's kind of science history with with uh, gretchen and then you've got like the student um history uh, teacher Mm. uh, student sort of history stuff with uh, jesse and walt so the first season does deal with an awful lot of that and you've got a kind of 
get that out the way but in the best way possible because uh, if you sort of just blankly put that stuff on the screen it's not very entertaining so in in a first season that does have all this stuff kind of going on you've got to try and first of all tell that story in, in in a good way but also make it very entertaining and i think breaking bad still does that very very well uh does it better than most shows i think as well so. what's what's particularly interesting about this episode is it's really about pride and yeah it, it's about it, it's about walt's pride and also about um jesse's pride as well uh because there was a point in this episode where neither of them actually necessarily would need each other. If Walt had got over his pride and taken the money from Elliot, he would have just been, had all his cancer treatment paid for. He wouldn't have to be doing the drug stuff. If Jesse had been okay with, you know, the level of quality of the meth he was cooking and not being trying to better or get to the standard that Walt was at, and, you know, the stuff he was cooking was supposed to be great meth. It just wasn't the, you know, the clear top stuff, that, yeah. the top quality stuff that Walt was cooking. But he could have sold it and could have sold it for quite a lot of money. You know, it was still a good quality product, as you know, Badger was pointing out. And he could have made money for himself just cooking that way with the extra bits of knowledge that Walt had taught him. But he's determined to get it as pure as he possibly can because his pride gets in the way. Yeah. So the whole the whole episode is about the fact that these two don't actually need each other, but their their pride is forcing them back into this dangerous situation. Mm. And they're also really interesting. They're also better when they work. Well, not not relationship wise, but the quality of the work is also just better yeah. when they work together yeah, because true. of the way they click together as a team. Uh, and you've also got this sort of introduction of this ju- juxtaposition of this relationship of Walt with Elliot, where the pair of them had worked together and Walt had walked away. Mm. A- and maybe there is something in that that sort of informs this ongoing relationship with Jesse as well. You know, so there's, there's lots of really interesting little subtle things going on with this, which yeah. I rather like. Yeah. I think one of the big themes of of the show at least in the first season is alpha male kind of stuff because yeah. you've got you've had a lot of scenes where like Hank has said to Walt about like okay I'll take care of your family and him kind of trying to be be the big guy and everything and then Walt kind of saying in this episode about like um okay I've not really had much choice in my life and I want to and that's a very kind of alpha male thing to say and then jesse trying to sort of take lead over badger and say like no we need to do better so there's a lot of like male leadership stuff that's trying to go on yeah um which is is quite central to the show i mean you've got two characters who are trying to be the alpha male jesse and and walt uh arguably walt is the the leader of the of the two of them but uh yeah it's it's interesting to to go through but yeah i thought the episode was great as well and uh i think it leaves the season in a very interesting place for uh the last two episodes which we'll get yeah. to in the future um all right let's uh get into the main part of the episode i think hey guys what's up this is donnie and i host the adulting with donnie podcast and this is not the show to listen to if you're trying to be a better adult i started this podcast as a way to offload some thoughts uh, that i have throughout the week my topics vary widely every week movies i've seen guns and gun control Sex, people that are stupid, why I don't care about celebrity opinions, TV shows, snowmobiling, the list goes on and on. 
I'm always taking topic suggestions from fans of the show, too. So join me each week on Adulting with Donnie as I pour some bourbon and allow you to see the inner workings of the mind of a madman. Live free and rant hard. I'm Christy. And I'm Jackie. And we are Killer Fun. We explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. For as long as people have been communicating, they have been talking about who did what to whom, and is that socially acceptable? Because the boundaries of society, crime, and entertainment have always gone hand in hand. The more salacious, weird, the better. From books and movies, to television shows and games, we look at how life and art imitate and inform one another. And we can't get together and not laugh. So let's face it there's going to be laughing. <laughs> Killer Fun is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So join us. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. After a failed interview, we are introduced to Badger. Um, He kind of... uh, Jesse's shown by this... um, guy in the office or whatever who's interviewing about like okay this isn't a sales job this is like uh something else and if you you'll if you want the sales job you're, you're gonna need two uh years of experience and that and he kind of points to to badger outside and he's got this sign sort of thing like this mascot yeah. type of um yeah it's, thing that it's one of those that we don't really get them very much in the uk but it's one of these no. these mascot things that that spin the side round and point them to yeah whatever the shop is yeah. but uh and he's he's dressed as a stack of bills which is great yeah <laughs> yeah you get them in football sometimes like man united have got uh fred the red because we're called the oh red, yeah, man yeah. United you get the those red sort of mascots yeah. yeah but they're not like selling mm. they're, they're not advertising mascots as such yeah because you, you don't really get yeah like ones that are outside shops and stuff you get ones that sort of go on the football pitch sometimes and yeah yeah you know, soccer for the americans um <laughs> And that sort of thing, but uh, yeah, you don't often really see these very much in uh, in the UK. <clears throat> these types of jobs, um, and he kind of realizes immediately, like, okay, this is what this guy actually wants me here to do. Yeah. Uh, and he sort of walks away from the job. Um, and then yeah, we see Badger, who's seemingly quite into this job. Actually, he's sort of like really trying to get himself out there, and he's showing Jesse all these kind of like the helicopter trick and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um. So he he seems to be doing it at least, which is great. Uh. And then they have the conversation about crystal meth, 
and like um, Jesse's trust. It's I think Jesse says something along the lines of like, oh, he wasn't like I was doing all the work kind of thing or something like that, trying to sort of put. Yeah, he's down, trying. Which is, yeah, he's sort of trying to make out that he is. The he, person he was the that, big one. Yeah, he was the one that was cooking this great mess. Yeah, and 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 I guess part of that is you know what we were saying beforehand. Yeah, the the fact that it's it's not up to the standard of the batch that Walt cooked you know when they come to cooking it himself he's not up to that same standard and he's trying to claim that he was the person that cooked it in the first place so you know um yeah i i maybe i think that that is part of it as well Mm -hmm. yeah so um and it's it's just funny when he mentions that because i immediately they were sort of like thinking um okay what about the box You, you messed up that situation but he's not going to mention that to badger is he so yeah uh but i thought that was that was pretty good uh yeah what do you think of what do you think of the introduction of badger yeah as i say beforehand i forgotten that's how badger kind of turns up and ends up being you know one of the kind of main friends of jesse uh i i do wonder how i can't remember how they end up reconnecting after this as well i'm guessing it's to get more product Mm. that they need to cook the meth i would probably think but yeah because obviously we know badger is around for majority of the the show in fact he's in el camino as well isn't he so Mm -hmm. um you know we know badger is there pretty much throughout um so yeah i thought this is badger's a nice kind of you know comedy character to a certain extent as well so it's it's sort of nice to see him actually introduced as you know in this way and as i say i'd completely forgotten this is how they met in the first place or you know reconnected because they obviously knew each other previously um so yeah it's um but it's it's funny just to see him sort of stood out there swinging that side around <laughs> yeah i did actually forget that he left him in a desert with a crossbow yes um so yeah because i was watching that scene and i was like wait a minute what does actually kind of happen here and then we find out but uh yeah that's the the cold open pretty much ends with um yeah, the introduction of Badger, and they're talking about the crystal meth and stuff. Uh, Walt and Skylar attend a birthday party for their wealthy acquaintance, Elliot Schwartz. Uh, years earlier, Walt and his um, then girlfriend Gretchen had a uh, formed had formed a company called Grey Matter. The name of the episode, Technologies with Elliot. Their company name uh, derived from mixing the colours in their last names, White and Schwartz, uh, German for black. Uh, but Walt opted to sell off his share, so he basically just left and then ended up at this school and met Jesse. Um, subsequently, the company had flourished off of uh, Walt's innovations, and Elliot married Gretchen a bit later. Uh, Walt is tense at the birthday party due to his troubled past and everything that's kind of happened, and plus the fact that, you know, he's got cancer, so that's that's obviously a worry for him as well. Uh, when Elliot offers him a job and tells uh, him Grey Matter had has got excellent health insurance, which would help with the cancer. Uh, Walt realises that Skylar told Elliot about his cancer, and then they get up, upset, and then they leave. Um, a few other little interesting points here as well. The ramen stuff, the food. Yeah. I thought that was... Because it looked... Because, again, I didn't quite remember how that sort of went. Um, and then he, it looks like this sort of little I don't know, joke type of thing, and then they talk about, like, okay, this was... This like meant a lot to us. Like, yes, it's some little silly like ramen food or whatever, but it was what they 
were living on for 10 months or something and yeah. uh, it's just it's it's one of them smaller sort of big parts of uh of the history and then uh, him kind of thanking walt for that was which was pretty nice you can really tell in a lot of these scenes when walt's getting attention for something uh like at the um uh, the family visit in in the pilot with hank and he gets uncomfortable there and then later on with some of the cancer talks and then here with um you know the, the birthday party with uh gretchen and elliot and then he's thanking um elliot's thanking walt for that and he just he's getting he gets quite uncomfortable when the attention's sort of on him and you've just got the feeling that like he's either not used to that or just it's it's just not kind of the way he is i suppose but uh, he sort of awkwardly stands there and like accepts um the, the, the thanks and all that so uh yeah good way to introduce uh gretchen and elliot and explain kind of the past and stuff um, I found it quite funny when, because he's walking around the building, he has this little, like, coughing fit again. And he's walking around, like, part of the garden or something. And then meets the other three people and they say, oh, hey, well, we haven't seen you for a while and that. And then he starts trying to explain to these guys about, like, how, uh, the, like, the science sort of stuff. And you can tell that they're listening, but they have, like, no idea, kind of, yeah. what he's talking about, I thought was great. Because, I mean, we've all done that, right? We've all had conversations with family or friends where like they, they've asked you about like oh hey what have you been up to or something and you know that they know nothing about the thing you're talking about but because you're so enthusiastic about it which Walt is with the science you just keep chatting and yeah. you just kind of stand there just like uh, talking gibberish to them kind of thing uh, which I thought was uh, quite a good scene as well so yeah I thought this was a good way to introduce the characters uh, what do you think? Yeah I I enjoyed this this bit of the episode quite a lot um there's the the bit where i was i couldn't remember what happened when he wanders into the library um because there's a bit where he wanders into that library and has a coughing fit and i Mm. couldn't remember whether he like because it it, there was quite tense there because you didn't know whether he was going to spill something on one of those really expensive books that he was obviously looking through (laughs) so uh there, there was that was that was quite nice and um yeah, and then just the the uncomfortableness of being at that party where you know Walt obviously didn't particularly want to be there. Mm. You know, he turned up. These these people were technically his friends, but he hadn't seen them for a very long time. They've also massively overachieved compared to Walt, who is a high school chemistry teacher. Yeah, you know, and these guys, these guys have you know got on to create this massive company which walt clearly had some involvement in you know because they talk about the name gray matter and how it was it was a mixture of you know uh, white and schwartz which is german for black and you know that was why it was called gray matter and uh, and but walt had sold out of the company for whatever reason that's never actually explained i don't think directly in the show although i think um vince has actually gone on to explain that afterwards but um yeah it it just just horribly uncomfortable and they're sort of overdressed you know everybody's wearing beige which is it's just really odd um and yeah the the scene with the ramen was because it is one of those things where i'm kind of glad that it went that way because it is a case of what do you get a guy which clearly has everything yeah. you know and yeah. could pretty much buy whatever he wants you've either got to go for something really obscure like the eric clapton guitar that one guy buys um and you know something that you wouldn't necessarily be able to get hold of without contacts um but if you're in walt's position where you're broke anyway 
um, or you know, certainly not particularly well off. I thought it was a lovely, sweet gesture, and I like the fact that that you know Elliot responded quite nicely to that. Mm. And again, this is where we see Walt's ego get in the way of him finding a way out, because yeah, okay, Skyler did tell Elliot about the fact that he was ill and that then possibly prompted Elliot to offer him a job, which maybe he wouldn't have done, you know, otherwise, but then again, maybe he would, we don't actually know, Mm. Um, you know, but, but the fact, the fact that we don't know kind of leads Walt to go, well, you know, I'm not taking this job just because you're, you're doing it out of charity. So, and his ego gets in the way. Otherwise, that would have been a way for him to get out, but he won't do it. Yeah, yeah. So. It's interesting as well when you look at Elliot and you look at Hank. Like, two, like, I know Hank isn't as rich as Elliot, but he's still, like, confident and comfortable and happy and he has, you know, kind of an ego and whatever. And then you look at, again, the two different scenes with... Um, when Walt's talking to Hank and he's talking about like, oh yeah, we did this drug deal and all that sort of stuff and, well not drug deal, drug bust and whatever. Um, we got all this money and, you know, you know, kind of um, gloating about it. And then you go several episodes later to Elliot's house and stuff and he's not quite gloating in, in exactly the same way. Obviously they're different characters and whatnot, but you can still see again someone who's done just or is more happier in their life and is doing better in their life than what than what Walt is and that's yeah. probably that's probably also I mean again the male ego stuff or the the alpha male sort of stuff that's probably some of the uh something that's contributing here to just Walt's kind of attitude in these situations because you you know that he he has got some confidence and stuff like there's some things he's able to go and do and we'll see how that progresses over the series but um yeah it's it's an interesting way to kind of again bring up like these these other people in his life who have just they've done better they're they're happier and they're, they're more sort of satisfied with their life and that kind of stuff um so I, th- I found that kind of interesting as well again with uh yeah with those characters um so yeah gretchen and elliot uh cool to see them in the series as well uh, Jesse shows his friend Badger the RV Walt um, and Jesse used uh, as a meth lab. Uh, in the desert, Jesse is frustrated with that the quality of his meth um, is inferior of that to uh, of Walt's and throws his own product away just into this, uh, not into a fire actually, it's just into, onto the floor. Um, much to Badger's dismay, he's really not happy with that at all because they just spent um, seemingly quite a lot of time. You do get these little montages of, of time yeah, that's passed. It's, it's, it's not so much just the time as well. It's the fact that Badger had provided the yeah, base yeah. product for it and had spent money buying the base product and, and Jesse just is just throwing it away. Mm. You know, and it was perfectly viable meth. It just wasn't up to Walt's standards, you know. Yeah. Uh, Jesse cooks a, a few more batches, um, which he also discards. Badger and Jesse fight over the wasted meth, which is understandable from both sides. Yeah. Uh, and Jesse yeah. pushes him out of the RV and drives away as Badger tries to shoot him with a crossbow, <laughs> which is cool. Yeah, crossbow versus an RV is not going to do an awful no, lot. It's no. a lovely comedy scene. Yeah. Another another AMC show with a crossbow in it. So. Yes. Uh, Daryl from Walking Dead. Um, yeah, interesting little stuff here again, just showing the complete difference between Walt and Jesse's lives, but how they do ultimately need each other. Um, yeah, you know. They're... Well, I, or rather, rather as I said before, the, it's it's not that they actually need each other. It's the fact that their egos have put them in the position in both their cases of the fact that they need each other. 
you know, yeah. and they work better. You know, they and arguably, you know, when they're cooking meth, they do work better together. But neither of them, both of them, could gone on perfectly well if mm-hmm. they were prepared to submit in some way. Um, and neither of them are prepared to do that. You know, Walt isn't prepared to submit to Elliot and you know take his charity. Jesse is unprepared to submit to the fact that he's not as good a cook as Walt was. You know, so. Yeah, it's interesting to see a bit of a, a, a change in roles here because Jesse's more of the one that's in charge and the one that's yeah. saying, hey, this beaker does this and that and whatever. And Badger's the one kind of mucking about a bit. Yeah. Whereas before it was, you know, Walt saying, hey, we need to use this and that. And Jesse was the one missing about. And Jesse's the one who's who's basically in charge here. He's also obviously, you know, the one that's um, saying like, hey, you know, this isn't good enough. We need to do it again and just throwing uh, the stuff away. So... Uh, I wonder if they could, because you can understand from both sides why they're arguing, because Badger is, you know, annoyed that, okay, we have cooked this crystal meth, yes, it's not as good as what he wanted, but it's still usable, and Jesse of the other side of that, okay, we just can't use this, and um, I'm going to well, kind, of, mean, kind of throw it away, I suppose. It's, I, I think in the ca- in this particular case as well, it's not it's not that it's, it's oh, it's usable, because it, it's the fact that it's it's pretty, actually pretty darn good meth, you know, yeah. it's a bit cloudy. You know, it's not glass, but it's still a very good meth product. Um, and you know, Badger's looking at it, going, "Well, this is great." You know, and Jesse's, but but it's it's not the crystal clear stuff that Jesse's after. You know, it's not as good as the original batch. So mm-hmm. that's you know, and, and that's I I think you can entirely understandable why Badger's getting so upset about it. And again, Jesse and his ego is getting in the way of it because he doesn't want Walt to be proved to be a better cook than, you know, he is. Yeah, there's that as well, I suppose, as yeah. well. So, uh, but I thought that was a good little scene with the two of them. Uh, and then, yes, he leaves him in the desert uh, with just a crossbow. So, um, but he will be fine as well. Yes. I wonder, I sort of wonder when, because there was a scene similar to this in an episode of house of lies i watched recently where, where someone gets left in the desert but it's not too far away um i kind of wonder with with this scene with badger and jesse how far they are away from like their houses and things yeah well i mean i guess they're a reasonable distance away from their houses but it's whether they're away yeah whether there's any other form of civilization nearby mm-hmm. you know gas station or something i don't know yeah yeah so uh, but that's that scene. Over the weekend, Walt Jr. and two friends, or so-called friends, are waiting outside a convenience store, waiting for somebody to buy them beer. Um, the friends w- run away when Walt Jr. approaches an off-duty uh, cop. The cop tells him um, he got his uh, first and last warning. Um, and, uh, yeah. What was it? Yeah, Skyler holds an intervention for Walt. Uh, we'll get onto that in a second. You've got Hank that comes and picks up uh, Walt Jr. Yeah. And he kind of says about like, oh, what do you think that your dad would think of this? You know, you can't really trust him to come and pick you up and stuff. Because uh, he knows that his mum is going to find out because he's being dropped off back home, yeah. I guess. Um, but yeah, just doesn't uh, doesn't want to call his dad to do this. And we've seen over the last few, ep- few episodes and stuff. Uh, the big fracture in their, their relationship, and in the scene we're going to get into in a minute, uh, just how Walt Jr. feels about his dad, I suppose. So uh, yeah. at the moment, he just he does. 
I guess trust uh, Hank more with the with yeah, the and I mean, and and Hank does actually have a go at him for the fact that he doesn't call Walt to do this. How, you know, he's how do you think your dad would feel? The the you know, and I think Walt says something about you know, are we disappointed? And he's like, no, not about you trying to buy beer, about the fact that you didn't call him. You know, you called me instead. You know, it it's more that that yeah, the fact that he called Hank to come and get him rather than calling Walt to come and get him as well. I think yeah. that, yeah, that's a, quite a major part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, the nice little scene for this. Again, it's nice, uh, nice seeing more of Walt Jr. And more background to that character as well. Yeah. Uh, so that was a, a good little kind of scene. Um, it's more about, to, to me, this is, le- this is much less about, okay, Walt Jr. and his mates wanting to buy, drinks this is more about like how he feels about his dad in the yeah. end and you know how he how he basically gets on better with hank his his uh uncle and stuff um which is uh some interesting stuff as well so because it contributes to to what's been going on you know you've got the uh yeah just the, the fracture of the relationship between walt jr and walt um just a kind of a bit of an odd question maybe here um how do you feel about people that have got junior in their names <laughs> Um, well, it's not really their fault. I mean, you know, right, right. It's a, it's, it's a parents' decision, but it's yeah. a parents' decision. I, again, it's it's an interesting one because it does call back to ego as well. Because you know, if I was yeah, to call yeah. my, you know, if I had a kid and was to call them David Junior, <laughs> I it just no, I just wouldn't do it. No. It's, it's a weird thing to do. I do find it very strange. Um, and even if there's some long family tradition of it, I I still find it a very odd thing to do, to to name your kid after yourself because it is that's such an ego thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, to me it's a, it's a little bit. Partly I feel like it's a little bit lazy, and partly I just feel like yeah, it's like your your child is just not as superior as you because they're the junior version of you as mm. well. So because uh, there's a um, there's a footballer called Neymar who plays for uh, Paris Saint Germain, and he's called he's actually called Neymar Junior. Um, but w- whenever you hear like his name in the commentary or people talking about him, they always just say Neymar. Um, yes. So yeah. But uh, anyway, that's that part of the episode. Uh, Skylar holds an in- intervention for Walt where she says she doesn't understand why Walt refuses treatment. Hank, Walt Junior, and Marie argue over what to do. Um, while Skylar and Walt Junior want him to take the treatment. Hank, uh, Marie and later Hank feel Walt should be given the choice to to decline the treatment because it's ultimately up to him. If he wants, uh, Walt ends the intervention saying he will not do the treatment. So that's his decision at the moment. That does get changed. But uh, yeah, what do you think of the uh, talking pillow here, I suppose? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's I've seen various versions of this in various shows as well. The, you yeah. know, the, the idea of you sit in a circle, it's like a, you know, and you have like a conch or a stick, like a talking stick or something that you pass to each other, but they're using a pillow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, something you hold uh, mm-hmm. to, to make sure that people don't talk over each other. Yeah. Which, uh, Even though yeah, they still do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I mean, of course, it's it's Skylar that set this up, and it's Skylar's the one who that really, that who breaks it, you know, having a huge argument with Marie about it, because Marie is really taking Walt's side uh, on it and I sort of get the the point of that you know um it's there is an argument to say that if you have a terminal illness do you want to spend your last 
few what could be your last few months being poked, poked by doctors and too weak to do anything or do you want to take the treatment you know um and it, it is a genuinely tough decision for some people depending on your age and you know what your mentality is and um and what's justification for it of you know i don't have a choice you know it's, it, it feels like it's something that he can control and something that he does have a choice about um and i, I kind of get that you know uh it does make a certain amount of sense as given that what we know about Walt it's not necessarily the choice I would make certainly not at that age if I was if I was in my you know I don't know 70s 80s and I got cancer you might look at it and go well you know maybe it depends if it's going to debilitate me to the point where I'm going to be stuck in a chair for the rest of my life then no but it's one of those things i i think at that age in Walt's position i will probably be doing it particularly if i had a kid on the way but Mm -hmm. yeah he's 50 something now isn't he because he has his birthday in uh the first season doesn't he yeah he has another birthday later on doesn't he because there is a scene yep so does in the finals (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. yes there is there's a significant birthday later on i know that it's 55 or something but um because uh, I remember there's a scene where he's making, he's sat in a diner on his own and he's making a number out of, like chips I or something. I remember that, yeah, like, with, yeah, with, yeah, with bacon or something, yeah. But, yeah, uh, that's in the later season. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, you, there's valid points from both sides. One is like, okay, if you do this treatment and it works and you beat this cancer and you can grow up and see your, you know, your baby that's on the way and you know see your wife and son and your family and friends and whatever but then there's also the other side from Walt which is like okay if this doesn't work and I do die and my last weeks or months or however long he's got left is just him being sick and you know plugged into Mm. this um drip sort of sort of thing interestingly Um, there's there's exactly the same argument going on on 911 at the moment with one of the characters on there um exactly the same argument of uh yeah, one of the characters refusing to do treatment because he doesn't want to be de- debilitated to that level. Yeah, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, yeah, it's got to be up to, to Walt. He's the one that's got to kind of go through it. Yes, it does affect the other people around him, but physically it affects him the most. And uh, in the back of his mind as well, I think he knows that, okay, if I don't do this and I am able to stay healthy at least for a little while, he can do all this cooking stuff and that's, you know, feeding yeah. back into the major part of the show, which... He probably is thinking at that point, like, okay, because he does obviously plan later on to go and see Jesse and talk to him about cooking the meth because that's exactly what he does. Uh, So there's probably part in the back of his mind that thinks, like, okay, if I go through this chemo and I'm not actually strong enough to even cook this meth and even leave the money for my my family when I die, uh, that's something he can't then do as well so um it's an interesting scene um again like i said going back to walt jr him just saying like you know i think you're a, a pussy and all this sort of stuff and uh him sort of lifting up his crutches and being like yeah i've i've dealt with this and you don't want to go through with that and because uh, i think we talked about that a few episodes yeah, ago yeah we, when the the um the cancer there's reveal the episode, episode. Yeah, yeah yeah there's the episode where walt jr just snaps at him and says well why don't you die you know, if you're mm. just going to give up, why don't you just die now? And as I remember saying at the time that, I, you know, I entirely get where Walt Jr. is coming from from that because this is a kid that's had to battle every single day 
to get through things and mm. you know struggles with just the basic stuff through life and he's fighting every single day and his dad as it's he sees it will not fight for his own life yeah um and so you can see why he's annoyed and upset with him yeah and at the moment that's resulted in him leaning on his uncle to basically be his father figure mm. which doesn't look good towards Walt because you know again no. that goes back to okay Hank's better Hank, he feels like Hank is better than him and his own son is leaning on Hank to, yeah. to, to do things yeah, yeah. for him so yeah uh, very very interesting stuff with that I thought that was a very good scene uh, the next morning Walt has a change of heart and tells Skylar he will do the treatment and he will take care of Elliot's check later Gretchen calls him telling him that he has uh, to accept the um, money uh Walt says uh, he appreciates the offer but lies and says his insurance will now cover it so he's had to basically lie his way through this whole thing um, about the whole money and insurance and stuff like that uh, Walt then goes to Jesse's house and asks him if he wants to cook we can probably guess the answer which is going to be yes because that's yes. what the major the part of the series is about, is about. Yeah. yes but uh, great right to end the episode and like I said in all the way back in the pre-talk um you know, you've kind of had the little arc with them starting this drug stuff and all the Crazy Eight stuff. And then a bit of backstory. You get Gretchen and Elliot in there. You get Badger and and uh, Skinny Pete in there. And some of, you know, some of these other new characters to sort of set them up for the future. Um, and the Gretchen and Elliot thing is quite major. And all, all the backstory stuff that feeds into all of that. And then you've kind of finished with that for the moment. And now you're going to set up this next arc where, okay, they're going to continue cooking together. And then you've got two more episodes of the season. Uh, very, very good structure, I think, for the mm. uh, for the first season. Because uh, for, for those of you that don't know, so you've got season one that's seven episodes. And then seasons two, three, and four are 13 episodes. And then season five, the final season, is 16. Uh, that was split into two parts of eight, wasn't it? Yeah. Because, yeah. um, cause, like I said before, when I went to watch the series, it was all out. So, um, yeah, very good end to the episode. Uh, what do you think of... Uh, Walked dealing with this money situation with yeah, uh, Gretchen. Yeah, say it said before, it comes back to Walt's ego again because there is if if you're put in a position where you know he said that he'll take the treatment, the easiest thing to do at this point would be just to say thank you to Gretchen and take the money because she's offering it with no strings attached. They clearly have it to be able to spend. Yeah. Um, you know, it, there there is no reason why he shouldn't, it, no real reason why he shouldn't accept the money from her, except that he's, he feels inferior to these people and he doesn't like that feeling. You know, he, he feels, I mean, it's the same thing that has come out from the, uh, the, the talk about him not being in control. Um, it's exactly the the same thing. He feels inferior. He feels that he's never had control over anything. And this is a way of him grasping at being able to control the situation in some way. But blatantly, the sensible thing to do here would be just to say thank you and take the money for the treatment. Because it would have been offered completely for free. And, you know, they're, they're offering to do it. Why wouldn't you? Except for his ego. You know, he wants to be the person that provides. He wants to be the person that that um, is able to pay for it. It's it's crazy, and that that his ego is getting in the way. And the thing that will push 
you know, as we know, Jesse won't go on to cook more. So, and the thing that will push Jesse back to wanting to cook with Walt, even though the two really don't like each other at this stage, um, the thing that pushes them back together is their egos, because Jesse wants to cook the best meth possible, and you know, Walt wants some control over his life, which he doesn't feel like he has right now. Mm-hmm. Um, which he does have when he's in charge of Jesse. I yeah, suppose. Uh, to to a certain degree, you know. But uh, he's well, he, he's yeah. he's the the leader. He is kind of the leader of the two of them, and he's the one who knows more about what he's doing with uh, with the crystal meth. So, and again, just feeds back into Walt's biggest strength is his knowledge of um, you know the the science and all that, and that feeds into yeah. all of this that's going on with him and Jesse. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a great uh, way to set all that up for the end for the mm. end of the episode. Um, but yeah, like you said, he doesn't like accepting help from people that he feels are, I guess, better than him. Gretchen, Elliot, and Hank, um, mm. as well. Because the only time he really has accepted something from them is with the ride long thing with Hank, because he does actually go along on that. And I know that doesn't really push him towards anything necessarily. It pushes him, I guess, back towards Jesse, and he kind of finds him. But that's different to him accepting this money for the y- yeah uh, for and treatment and that. And there is an ulterior, in that particular case, there is an ulterior motive. You know, right, yeah. Walt takes the ride along because he, he's, they've had that story about how much money you can make cooking mess. So he takes the ride along to see what the consequences of that doing that are, you know, and mm-hmm. wants to get a look at the lab and see what the mess setup is like and what sort of things you do. And so there is an ulterior motive for him doing it at that point. And again, that's about him take, trying to take some control. Um, y- you know, so the, the whole thing is, is really somebody who is ultimately at this point, quite a weak person, just grasping at anything to be able to have some control over the direction his life is going. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, to go back to one of the series' major questions, which is when did Walt break bad? Um, and we kind of had discussed a little bit before about, okay, he's killed Crazy 8. That's one That's one of the significant moments, but he definitely hasn't broken bad yet. I mean, you can still see how nervous he is around people, his lack of confidence and, and that sort of thing. Um, so that probably hasn't happened yet as well, because uh, he's, he's still very much the Walter White that we know. He's just had some experiences, yeah. I suppose. So, uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, say the, I think we said last week, you know, the killing of Crazy Eight was something which was very much forced upon him. Mm. Um, you know, it wasn't something that he wanted to do. It wasn't something he did out of a calculated move. It was something where, you know, he would have let Crazy Eight go had he not realised the bit of the plate was missing. So, it was... It almost wasn't directly in his hands because if he'd let Crazy Eight go, he would have, you know, Crazy Eight would have just murdered him. So he, it was, it was a him or me situation. There wasn't really anything that they could do about it. Um, you know, you had the thing with Ken and the squeegee on the car last week, which is again one of the. It, it's one of those first moments where he actively does something mean to somebody else. Yeah. Um, you know, and and we've seen these little tiny slippets of it. You, you've had that there. You had him snap at Skylar um, when they were having the scan. Those are the only two bits where you you've seen these little cracks 
started to form in in Walter again trying to take some control over the situation or doing something that he thinks is justified regardless of whether it is or not you know yeah um so you get these little moments of it but there hasn't been a a kind of particularly big you know him really properly breaking bad at this point yeah so uh, and that's the end of the episode they will be back cooking together next week uh, i don't really think that's a spoiler because it's it's quite obvious as no because uh, yeah. otherwise if if jesse turns around and says no in that no, scene that's, then yeah. what do you do after that <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, you, you don't get breaking bad so um but uh, that's the end of the episode we'll be back next week for the penultimate episode already for the first season uh it's kind of flown by this hasn't it yeah yeah it has yeah it's been fun so uh yeah we, we'll be back for that next week and so we'll the audience i suppose uh but you can find in the meantime uh sorry if you've got any thoughts feelings questions comments or maybe maybe you have concerns about breaking bad or anything related to entertainment talk uh don't feel uh, feel free to uh email us in e- email into us sorry and uh, send in that feedback matthew at entertainmenttalk.org twitter etalk uk there's a contact page and information in your show notes um we'll still plan possibly to do some sort of uh, we'll wait till the episodes start coming out first um which will be the week after we finish recording, actually. So we'll wait for them to start coming out, and then we'll uh, do something from there. So mm. uh, possibly like a feedback episode after all the episodes have come out for this. Uh, but we'll we'll plan that a little bit later down the line. The, the podcasts haven't even started coming out yet, so mm-hmm. uh, we shall wait for that to all happen. But uh, please feel free to write in about the show or about entertainment talk as well. Uh, speaking of entertainment talk, you can find everything that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, if you'd like to support the podcast and support entertainment talk, we're on Patreon. You can have a look at the $1 and $3 level tiers for review, ad-free podcast, and instant podcast options as well. Uh, Amazon affiliate link, if you're buying stuff on Amazon, we can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra. iTunes feeds, you can rate, review, subscribe to those. Uh, David's also on iTunes. If you search for Geek Town, you can get your up-to-date and reliable TV and film film news uh, geek town radio is on tuesdays so you can look out for that that'll either be or it will be on both sorry uh geektown.co.uk and geek town radio on itunes so have a look out for all that cool stuff um you can find bex on uh, trista bytes on twitch that's trista b-y-t-e-s <coughs> excuse me uh, trista b-y-t-e-s if you search for that on twitch uh, you should be able to follow her subscribe to her get involved with all of that barry is doing horror podcasts over on talk and stalk that's on youtube only so search for that on youtube uh, that is talk and stalk uh, for your horror podcast rankings and other different sort of stuff that he does over there for that um i think that's everybody's stuff you can of course tell people that you know about the website the itunes feeds all that sort of stuff and everybody else's work uh word of mouth and all that social media facebook and twitter and if you can in different facebook groups uh twitch i'm streaming streaming on there sometimes as well you can follow that on there that's everything thank you very much for listening and we will see you for the penultimate episode next week thanks for listening we'll see you next time goodbye bye